Hi guys, and welcome back to Midday Mantra with Livy. Clearly, I am fucking Livy. Anyway, today's episode was mm -hmm, inspired by a situation that I had happen to me this week. To be a little bit more specific about that, I had to change my phone number because of the fucking stalkers in my life. Really happy that my stalkers don't have my phone number anymore. I feel like that's definitely a win for me. Besides my whole stalking fiasco that I deal with, I had a really great week. I'm happy about everything that's happened. Restaurants in Chicago have been opening up. So you know my ass has been at those fucking restaurants, drinking way more than I should be drinking. My sister moved into town, and she's been getting me way too fucking drunk. Oh my god, it's a fucking Thursday. Why am I hammered off so much fucking vodka? Like, is this necessary? And then I just take a step back. I'm like, you know what? I work hard, and then let's play a little harder, too. Why the fuck not? Let's go crazy. Let's do some fucking blow. Okay, I'm kidding. I don't do blow. Not say I'm never going to do it. Just say I don't currently do blow. That was like such a sidetrack from what today's episode is about. It's about the stalkers. I want to say this. I know stalker, an intense word. I'm fucking aware, and that's why I'm fully using this word. By the end of the episode, you will see what I mean by that. We are going to get into the first kind of stalker. These are my favorite because this is like a flattering kind of stalker, okay? Every single one of these situations, these are all guys. This is the type one of stalker that I call. It's the, that's a little fucking creepy, okay? They're harmless, you know? They're not following you home and shit. Cute, they're fun, it's flattering. Some examples of them, they, <laughs> oh my God, I was like, this is so cute, like it's flattering. I have my first thing written down. They find you on all social media without you giving them any information about you. So you know what, that's not super cute and flattering, that's a little bit alarming. And that's why I titled this one, that's a little fucking creepy, because that is a little fucking creepy for them to know my last name. It's like, how, how the fuck did you find me on Facebook? I have a story for you guys. I have a really interesting story about this guy that I call Food Guy. Every guy I talk to has a little bit of a nickname because I never really call them their full names because you know what? There's, I just have so many whores. Like, how the fuck am I supposed to keep up? I'm kidding. We have Food Guy. So I'm gonna give you guys a backstory on Food Guy. My friends always push me to like put myself out there, be open for love, all these fucking stupid things. Let me put myself out there. This guy said he's gonna be a doctor. Are we kidding? A fucking doctor. So we exchanged a couple text messages and he was like, let's FaceTime. And I fucking hate FaceTiming. So for me to FaceTime him, it was, oh my God, like I'm really putting myself out there. I know I sound like such a bitch, but honestly, they just don't give a fuck about anything they're going to have to say over FaceTime. So I was really putting myself out there. I was doing a lot. Fucking basically married at this point. After I FaceTimed him, I was like, yeah, he's pretty fucking boring. He said he's going to be a doctor. Something felt off. My intuition never lies. First of all, my intuition was like, Libby, something feels off. Would text me and he would use the wrong your. Wait, you said you're going to be a doctor? You're using the wrong your. 
How the fuck are you going to be a doctor? I'm not trusting you with my life if you're using the wrong your. Are you kidding me? That's like a little bit off. You know, that's a little weird. You say you're going to be a doctor. You don't really know anything about grammar. I don't know. I know doctors have to go through a lot of school and something's feeling like really off right now. So I'm super distant. I'm not responding to any text messages. Two days go by. He's still texting me. (laughs) I'm still not responding. And I'm like, Livy, don't be a bitch respond. Come on, you're supposed to be putting yourself out there. But my intuition was like, bitch, take it back a notch. This is not the guy you should be speaking to. This man sends me a picture of his breakfast. First of all, I don't give a fuck about your breakfast. Second of all, wow, this is like professional lighting. Wow, this is like a really good picture. Wow, oh my god, the red pepper flakes on the pasta look just immaculate. This looks beautiful. I was so fucking confused. And then I click on the picture and my little eye notices a watermark at the bottom of the picture that says Sarah Jessica food. Huh. A watermark. That's weird. Is he watermarking his pictures? That's fucking weird. No. So then I look it up and I look at this profile and she is a famous food blogger. She has a million followers. And right there, I see the picture that he sent me. Holy fuck. Why are you lying to me about fucking food? Are you kidding me? First of all, I didn't even fucking care about your food. And now you're fucking lying to me about your food? Because if you can lie to me about your food, you can lie to me about fucking anything. I'm like, send me more pictures of that food. Fuck, it looks amazing. Send me all the pictures that you've made of food. Let's see how far this motherfucker will go to try and impress me about a fucking food picture. It literally doesn't get more pathetic than a fucking food picture. He's sending me these pictures. Sarah, Miranda, whatever the fuck, Jessica, it's her food Instagram. He's sending me these pictures. And so I go, oh my God, wow, they're so amazing. How the fuck do you respond to someone sending you food pictures anyways? Yummy. Ugh, what the fuck? I say to him, wow, I think you've been spending a lot of time on Sarah Jessica's food picture. I know I butchered her name 30 times, but I will post all the screenshots and everything onto Midday Matcha's Instagram so you can all really feel this story with me. I was like, wow, you've been really spending a lot of time on Sarah jessica's food instagram and he was like what are you talking about and then i sent him a screenshot of her account and a screenshot of the watermark on the picture he sent me and i said i think i said something along the lines of lol you're a liar he responded with i wouldn't consider that lying i feel like you're taking it a little bit too far and so i did what needed to be done i blocked him and that was just end game and i really just couldn't believe this motherfucker had the nerve to send me fake food pictures. Literally, why? What is the purpose? Are you trying to impress me that badly? It won't be food. Send me fucking diamonds and I'll think you're impressive. Okay, kidding. Kidding. We're still on the type one. That's a little fucking creepy. If I like met somebody out or something. Wait, how did he find me on every single fucking social media platform and didn't know a single thing about me? That's really weird, but kind of flattering. I do usually block those people on everything because I get nervous. That's my inner trauma speaking for me, and we'll get into my inner trauma. This is when you're first kind of like talking to someone. Their friends and family start following you, and you've never met them. And you're like, okay, who is this person? And you click on it, 
and the one mutual friend in common is the person you're talking to. Oh my god, well clearly I know who I'm talking to is talking about me, and now all these people are following me. That's a little fucking creepy. We just started talking, take it back a little bit, take it back, but then it's kind of like, oh my god, you clearly been talking about me. You're into me. You like me. You fucking like me. Then we have, oh, this is a subsection. This has happened to me with a lot of people I've talked to, but specifically these past two guys I talked to. For a bitch who hates men, I really do talk to a lot of guys. Isn't it crazy? I will be scrolling, looking at who's viewing my story, and then I stumble across a name. I've never seen this person before. I've never heard of this person before. And I click on it. And it's a girl. You look at her profile a little bit. Why is the one mutual friend that we have in common, the guy I'm talking to? And I scroll down a little bit more. Why the fuck do they have pictures together? Holy shit. This is the guy I'm talking to's ex. And when I tell you talking to, I mean a month into this. No, even like a couple weeks into talking to this guy. And I want to state right now, I do not blame this on the girls whatsoever. I fully blame this on the men. What are you telling your ex-girlfriend for her to look at my page? I don't have any mutual friends in common with them. They don't have any mutual friends in common with me. So clearly I know you're talking about me to your ex-girlfriend. That really sits really weird with me. I don't know how to feel about that. I feel very uncomfortable because it's like, what the fuck are you telling your ex-girlfriend? We're literally just talking. So clearly you're close with your ex-girlfriend. Let's, let's, I'm sorry, let's put that out right there. Now I don't even want to fucking talk to you because I'm good. I'm, trust me, I'm really fucking good. I don't want anything to do with the guy anymore. The girls, I'm not going to hold anything against them because they're probably just really curious and, you know, the guys are probably putting it in a really weird way. I don't even know how the fuck that conversation goes, but I'm so fucking tired of that. And as soon as that happens, I genuinely just drop the guy real quick. I'm just like, nope, your ex is viewing my shit. That's a little bit weird. I'm not comfortable with that. You guys clearly have something you need to discuss. I'm not going to be in the middle of any of this shit. You're just hands down never worth it. I'm not going to be, like, arguing with some girl over a guy. What the fuck do I look like? If anything, if the girls were to come to talk to me and be like, you know what? I'm still talking to my ex, and I know he's talking to you. I would be like, okay, thank you for letting me know that, because clearly you guys have some unresolved business that I don't even really want to be in the middle of. When I mean talking, I, I mean only having a couple conversations, maybe been on a date or two. That's it. And these girls are viewing my page. I brought it up to both these guys. Why the fuck is your ex viewing my shit? That's weird. And the one guy was like, you probably just saw your name pop up on my phone. And I was like, you're talking to your fucking ex. That's weird. We're just friends. Yeah. I remember when I was just friends with my ex, I was fucking and sucking him every single night. So don't even hit me with the just friend shit. I'm good. Ew, it's some weird drama I do not need to be in the middle of. Get your shit together before you start talking to other people. That's the type one of the stalkers. It's a little fucking creepy. Some of it's a little flattering because you're fucking thinking about me. Crazy. I'd be surprised if you weren't thinking about me. Oh my god, cute. But now I know you're thinking about me and it's fucking confirmed. You guys, don't think I'm innocent. I'm gonna get in at the end of the episode. Some crazy shit I've done. We're all a little crazy, okay?
So then we have the type two of stalkers. I call these the, okay, I'm actually concerned. I find this when you just got out of a relationship with your ex. Starts super subtle, escalates hella fucking quick. You know, it gets scary. It gets scary really quickly. Fresh breakup. They're still viewing your stories. Subtle hints. You know, they're putting subtle hints on Instagram. For the girls, I see this a lot. These are the quotes. Oh, you know what the fuck I'm talking about when I talk about the quotes. These are the quotes that these girls are posting. Even guys. Actually, all of my exes have done this. So girls and guys, they post the quotes with some deep, dark meaning. Lying never gets you anywhere. Honestly, the quotes equal a cry for help. When I see those quotes, I'm like, oh shit, someone just broke up and someone's feelings are hurt. Because I remember every time my ex would post a quote, I would swipe up and be like, can you not fucking publicize the fact that I broke up with you? Take the fucking quote down about how you could have done better. I don't give a fuck. Take the quote down. I was very upset about the quote. I've also posted the quote. Oh, I was the bitch that was posting the quote anytime my boyfriend and I got in a fight truth hurts, lying hurts more, shit like that. Oh, I'm, I was a quote kind of bitch. Quotes are a cry for help. They get super dark and weird. And I feel like it includes every single person on your social media into your business. This type of stalking gets a little bit of a pass because there's so much emotions that are involved in this. So everyone knows you broke up when a quote is posted. Signifies that you broke up. It just is like, okay, they're single. The quote really backfired because every single one of his teammates was in my DM like, did you guys break up? And I'm like, yeah, do you want to be my shoulder to fucking cry on? I'll have the whole fucking team be my shoulder to cry on. So the quotes backfire. Gentlemen, stop posting the quotes because then they know you're broken up. You just opened my DMs for me. Thank you. Actually post the fucking quotes. Then my DMs flood with all these men trying to help me get through my really rough break on but i'm sure like girls swipe up on guys oh my god is everything okay don't be a is everything okay kind of bitch don't do it stop yourself right now my favorite after the breakup is when you get accused of being with other people this gets a little stalkery i'm going to tell you exactly why my ex example we lived in the same dorm building he was like these boys were talking about you in the elevator they had your instagram pulled up and the one was saying you were coming over tonight I was fucking baffled. I was like, oh my God, I am not even, I actually really wasn't talking to anybody at that point. So I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? That is insane. So I'm sitting over here. All these boys are obsessed with me. That's crazy. And my ex is over here yelling at me, calling me a whore because he thinks I'm going to this person's dorm room to fucking hook up. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to a dorm room to fucking hook up with anybody and I never was ever. What the fuck? These men in the elevator are talking about me. I'm scared now that everybody has my information. He's saying I'm coming over. Well, now he's fucking lying. Is this guy ugly? I can't have an ugly man spreading lies about me. What's his GPA? I'm just fucking curious. And my ex is like, you're a fucking slut. And I'm like, oh my God, I literally wasn't going to anybody's dorm room. So I was so confused. I later found out my ex was lying, but it opens the door for a conversation with your ex is what I realized he was doing. But it was fucking scary because I was like, how many people are stalking me currently? My ex is one of them. And then I have these random men in the elevator with my Instagram pulled up. Who knows what they can do? If they know my Instagram, what the fuck? And they know I live in this building and I'm going to come over. Oh my God, they're clearly fucking stalking me. 
And obviously I went to my ex and I was like, I'm so scared. They know I live in this building. You don't know what the fuck's going to happen. That also is my inner trauma talking. We're about to get into the inner trauma. Don't fucking worry. We're about to get into it. The fresh breakup. All those things I call the fresh breakup. They're still in the, I'm actually concerned. Like it's a little concerning. It's a little weird, but this gets even weirder. This is the peak breakup. This is where things get intense. Okay. (laughs) For me, I really loved this one song. I mentioned to my ex several times, whenever I get married to whoever it is, I'm not saying I'm going to get married to you. I'm just saying when I get married, I am walking down the aisle to this song. I fucking love this song. It was my favorite song. It was just so beautiful. I think everyone knew I love the song. I'm on Instagram one day. I click on my ex's story. It's a screenshot of the fucking song. Oh, I'm so fucking uncomfortable. I am so, so, so fucking uncomfortable. Why the fuck did he just do that? I also clicked on his story another day. A picture of us. I was like, we have been broken up for two weeks. If you don't take that fucking picture down, you're going to confuse your teammates and I'm going to get pissed, okay? They're all going to be like, did you get back together with him? What am I supposed to tell your teammates? I'm pissed. Take the fucking picture down. I'm kidding. I don't care about the teammates. It just is uncomfortable. I don't like it. We're broken up. I understand your hurt. So all those things are happening as well as the cryptic text messages. Ladies, we know the cryptic text messages. They get deep. They're blaming you. They're calling you names. Watch every girl be like, I've genuinely never experienced this. This is just me and my toxic relationships. It just is what it is. The cryptic text messages and posts to my story. Nobody talked to me tonight. I'm not in the fucking mood. Nobody cares about me. Holy shit. Why would you post that to your story? Everybody's going to know something was happening between us. And I'm literally so uncomfortable. Take it the fuck down. I'm so annoyed. And then like, obviously I still care about this person. I'm in a back and forth cycle. What the fuck do I do? Do I reach out? And, but that's what he wants. I don't know what the fuck to do because I don't want to be with him, but it's, he's not making it any easier. And then you have everybody sending you the story. Don't even fucking start. You don't want to know the text messages. We have the, I'm going to kill myself text messages. These are intense. I know. And I never know what to do when I get these messages. I'm going to kill myself because I can't be with you. Please don't fucking do that. That's not, I'm truly not worth your life. And it's just scary. So this is where it gets like a little bit worse with the, the stalking because these are just opening doors for you to talk to them. They're at such a high place of emotion. I don't blame him or any of my exes for saying these things because like it was such an emotional state you know it's really scary on the other end you might be sending those i'm gonna kill myself text messages imagine receiving a text messages from someone saying they're gonna kill themselves because of you what the fuck am i supposed to do the only thing i can do is console you and that's exactly what you want but i'm trying to move on and live my life and i have like i'm gonna fucking kill myself turning off your location i'm going on a walk no one's ever cared about me what the fuck is the point of that it just makes everybody in this situation sick to your fucking stomach then it gets to the point where it's okay this is the 15th i'm gonna fucking kill myself text message okay there's nothing i can do i've told authority i've told everybody if you're gonna fucking kill yourself then go for it i don't know what the fuck you want me to say that's just such an emotionally manipulative thing to do to somebody it really doesn't make sense to me And then we have where it gets even worse. I mentioned I lived in the same dorm building as my ex. So obviously he knew what floor I lived on. He knew where my dorm was. He knew everything. It wasn't comfortable for me to live there. But you know what? 
Elise is Elise, ladies and gentlemen, and my mother didn't give a fuck. One day I get back from my friend's house and I hear banging on my door. What the fuck is this? Who is at my door? And I looked at the people. It's my ex. He's banging at the door. I'm scared because when someone has that high of emotions to like bang at your door and yell things at you, you don't know what to do or where to go, especially because there's nowhere for me to fucking go. I'm in a dorm room. Who do I call? I'm calling his roommate. He's not leaving. He's banging at my door, begging me to talk to him. I'm, oh my God. It's so simple. Two plus two equals four. You cheated on me equals we break the fuck up. It's not a hard equation. I'm scared. I'm in my room. I have no idea what he's going to do. I'm not opening that fucking door. Hell no. When the emotions are that high, what the fuck? I'm putting my life at risk. A lot of you are probably, Livy, we don't live the same life. That has never happened to me. Well, okay, consider yourself fucking blessed. But this is what happens to me. Finally, I have one of my sweet mates go out there and tell him to leave. He's not leaving. Everyone's screaming. I'm scared. I'm in the corner of my room, curled up in a ball, crying. I don't know what the fuck to do. What do I do? Let him in. He's going to tell me the same fucking things he's told me. I'm scared. I'm petrified. That makes it uncomfortable for me to sleep there at night. I don't fucking like that. So I would say the peak breakup is where things really got, ooh, that's a little stalkerish. That's getting a little out of hand. This is getting a little concerning. I'm actually concerned. We have the type three of the stalkers. I call this one, thanks for the trauma. This is, these are serious. Like, this is actual stalking. It gets scary. But you know what? I'm here to bring comedic relief to all of my trauma. Maybe some of you have actually been through this, you know? Maybe I'm not alone. Starts off. They know everything about you. They know actually every single thing about you. My freshman year of high school, I dealt with a situation and I kept it really under wraps. Nobody knew about it. My best friends knew about it and that was it. A couple years later, this person comes to me with almost every fact about what happened to me during that time. It wasn't public knowledge. Nobody knew about it. My best friends that I told were very trustworthy. For that person to know all these facts about me, that's super fucking weird. Sending me DMs pretending to be somebody else. Trying to like talk to me pretending to be a different guy. And there's a lot of ways that I found out it is who it is, mainly by the way these fucking idiots talk. I'm sorry. If you're going to DM me and talk to me the exact same way who I've texted for a really long time, I'm going to put two and two together. Anytime someone DMs me, I always have that thought in the back of my head. Is this a person or is this one of my crazy fucking stalkers who is trying to get at me again and trying to be in my life again? These stalkers want to cause actual serious pain. So I know things just got really dark and deep. Told all of you guys, I'm going to be completely honest. This is what I've been dealing with for a really long time. So you know what? We're going to laugh at this shit together. They want to cause some serious fucking pain. It's scary. I mean, it is what it is. They always have a new fucking number. So you think you're safe. I'm like, okay, I blocked him on this number, this number, and this number. And then another number comes up. What the fuck do you, how many fucking numbers do you have? How many fucking numbers do you have? How many numbers do I have to block? What, like, when do I get my peace? These specific stalkers I'm talking about, I've also known them for a while. And the behaviors don't stop. 
a lot of this shit was high school shit that still affects me. Get into my life any single fucking way they can. It's actually terrifying. I actually fucking hate it. Why the fuck can't you leave me alone? Why is your life so boring and so sad that you have to spend your days literally harassing me? They have not given up. It's been years and every month I get a new thing from another person or even a text message or even a phone call. Someone saying, you know what, he's added me on this or he's done this or even him adding me on something. Adding my friends and my family to get my attention. They'll add my friends and my family on Instagram, on Facebook. They know I'm friends with them and they'll contact me right away. My friends will be like, yo, he just added me. But I know you want me to just text you and just say hey, please stop adding my friends. And then it becomes a whole fucking argument because I've done it for the last five fucking years every month of every year. Can you tell I'm fucking fed up with this bullshit? I'm clearly fucking fed up with this bullshit. And it's not even flattering. It's not. I would just rather be left alone. Showing up uninvited to where I live. I moved once in high school, which I was like really happy about because I was like, oh my God, they're not gonna know where I live. Nope, they knew exactly where the fuck I lived. They would show up there uninvited. I'd walk out of my car. They'd be right fucking there. Yeah, some serious shit. I used to leave. <laughs> Fuck, this is dark. I used to leave my back sliding door open because all my friends would come in through that door. Uh, one day, he'd be in the house and I'd be like, what are you doing here? What the fuck are you doing here? You don't live here. You definitely don't fucking live here. Why are you here? And I'm scared. I just want to talk. I just want to talk. I don't want to fucking talk. And if you want to talk, you don't just come into somebody's home. What the fuck? Imagine like anytime you wanted to talk to somebody, you're like, I'm just going to pop up at, at their home. Yeah. Shouldn't be fucking terrifying for them or anything. I'm just going to pop up. Just going to pop in and see what happens. Yeah, literally terrifying uh, to the point when I go home for winter break where my mom lives it's for a couple of days, most of the time I stay at other friend's house. I don't like to be at my mom's house at all. I never go over there. You never know what can happen. This causes constant fear. Even to this day, if I walk out of my mom's house, I'm scared of seeing their car, of seeing them. Like, I'm just uncomfortable all the time. And it's it's unfortunate that I have to actually live in fear of these people. Like, what the fuck? Get lives. Get a fucking life. Yeah, every month, if somehow, some way, this person is brought up into my life or these people are brought up into my life in some sort of way. If that's not them adding me on something, adding my friends, in some sort of way, this person somehow gets brought up. They find a new way to make an appearance in my life. And it's a really hard thing to deal with because these people happen to actually have caused me severe pain. In the past, these people have abused me. Oh, woo! Oh my God, who thought she could get so fucking deep on this podcast? So to have that situation with somebody already is really an awful thing to experience. And I feel for any bitch out there or any person in general out there who's like had to deal with that. But then to have this person somehow brought up into my life several fucking times a year. Every time I see their name or I see something brought up about them, it really fucks with my head. I never feel safe. I'm always in a little bit of fear. It's affected relationships for me. I feel bad bringing guys into my life. They're also going to have to deal with this in a sort of way. You know, I really keep under wraps for several reasons if I'm dating somebody, mainly because 
I never know what they can do to that person. I never know what they can do to me. I never know. I know they're viewing my stuff. I know they're looking at my stuff. This is not a cry for help. This is more, you know what? This is what I'm, this is what I deal with. And this is what I've been dealing with. If you dealt with this or are dealing with this, like you're not alone. If you've never dealt with this, count your fucking blessings. These guys will stop at nothing. I always wonder when will enough be enough? When will it be enough? At what point did they feel as if they won? It really sucks having a stalker. You know, I used to watch Pretty Little Liars and think that shit was fun. Oh my God, can I have an A? Can I have an A? Text me these things. I'm scared and I don't know who it is. Oh my God, I fucking manifested that, unfortunately. So obviously with those guys, it is what it is. There's nothing I can really do about it. Every precaution I've needed to take, I've taken. Not a cry for help. I'm just letting you guys know. Starts off subtle and then they go fucking crazy. But I know, I think we've all dealt with like even type one. Even if you're like me a little bit and you've had a type three kind of stalker, thanks for the fucking trauma. But actually, thanks for the trauma. It's something that I've dealt with for so long that it kind of just feels weirdly natural to me. Every time I just get a mini fucking panic attack and a heart attack for like two weeks straight of the month, it's cute. It reminds me I'm still alive. But like I said in the beginning of this episode, I'm not innocent. I'm not claiming to be innocent. So let's get into some of the crazy shit that I've done to guys. I'm actually not the type to make big, bold moves. You're fucking lying if you've said you've never done this. Or you're just a little bit more mentally stable than me. I'll always know if there's another girl. If I'm talking to a guy, always gonna know if there's another girl. I just will. Oh, that just means that's time for me to go and you lost out on me. Sex for you. And then I usually just block them with no explanation I'm very clear from the beginning of what I want with somebody. And if you're not going to be that, why am I going to sit here and waste my time? Me justifying my crazy. Okay, these were things I did during my breakup, during my peak breakup time. Oh, no, I used to have an ex that would decide to break up with me. We were dating for a year and he would just say, you know what? I can't do this anymore. Like, my grandpa's really sick. Wait, you can't date me because your grandpa's really sick right now. This is my freshman year of college. Like, you think I'm talking about I'm in eighth grade. And he would block me on everything. He's clearly lying. He's just being emotionally manipulative bitch. I told you I was in toxic relationships. I wasn't kidding. And so I would sit there and I would be like, wait, what the fuck? Does this mean I'm single? Where are his teammates? What can I do now? And then I was heartbroken because my boyfriend had just broken up with me and blocked me on everything. Is your grandpa okay? What is happening? So I would call on no caller ID so many times to the point that anytime I see a no caller ID on my phone, I get a sick feeling in my stomach because I'm like, <gasps> that was like a really bad time in my life and I never want to go back there. So anytime I hear star six, seven or get an unknown call, oh my God, it's my past trauma coming to fucking haunt me. If there was like a toxic rom-com, it would be this. Two weeks later, we'd get back together and I'd be like posting on Instagram, love my baby, acting like he didn't just fucking block me. Oh my God, are we kidding? And that was a cycle that happened for six months. So I will say a little crazy thing I did was call him on no caller ID. It wasn't like I was pretending to be anybody. I was fully myself like, baby, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> I did this fresh after the breakup. This time Kim and I were broken, broken up. My ex would text me. Like a month after the breakup, you know, things are still fresh. Things are still at the point. 
we could go one of two ways. You and I could get back together or you just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know you're not texting me just because you really give a fuck about my day. And then I would be like, you know what? Um, I can't really talk to you. I have a boyfriend. And he would be like, what do you mean you have a boyfriend? We literally broke up like two months ago. You have a boyfriend. I'm like, I told you. I told you. I I told you I'm a hot topic. Everybody wants it. You missed out. Sir, you missed out. Believe it or not, ladies, (laughs) I'm not saying to do this, but it really makes them mad. It really makes them upset. And they don't like that at all. They really don't. Even guys I'm talking to now, I'm very open about the fact that, yeah, even if they are the only one, I'm like, you're not the only one, you know? It just is what it is. If you want to be the only one, you got to make a commitment to it. And if not, there are other people. And that's just is what it is. You know, we're not exclusively dating. I can talk and do whatever I want with whoever I want. So there always will be another man. Even if there's not another man, there's always another man, ladies. Even if there isn't, there is. Because at any second, there could be another man. Honestly, put a little effort into it. There could be another man. That's something that might be fucking a little bit crazy, but I just always think it's important to let every guy know their spot isn't secure. Period. I'm not really the type to bang on the doors or viciously stalk people for five years to the point where I put them in a complete fear to the point where they have to change their numbers and are scared to walk outside their house. No, no, I'm definitely not that type. I know this episode got a little bit deep and I know it got a little bit dark about me expressing my stalkers, but I said, I said what I said and I told you, and you guys are probably like, um, aren't they going to listen to this? They probably will. You know, we got to take our chances. But you know what? I'm not going to just sit here and be like, I'm so sad. I'm so scared. No, I am. But I'm not sad about it. I'm still going to live my life. Those motherfuckers took a lot from me. You think I'm going to let them take anything more from me? Fuck no. If anything, they just generated a fuck ton of content. We are going to get into my midday matcha must-haves. I swear I'll never sing that one again. First, we have facials. And I'm not talking about the facial you thought I was talking about. Not the type that they come all over your face. I'm talking about the facial that, like, I actually pay an esthetician to do my skin. You guys are probably, like, living nobody. Literally nobody was thinking that at all. I didn't have to clarify. But in my head, I was like, oh, my God, I, I need to let them know. Facials. That is one thing. I love them really soothing and relaxing and actually while she was doing it I was like am I just paying this lady to do my nighttime routine kind of like in my skincare routine and then I was like I am but you know what it's relaxing it's calming and it's good for your skin what I tell myself when it damages my bank account another thing I love champagne I fucking love champagne I drink the Lamarca Prosecco so it's a Prosecco but it's Lamarca tastes really yummy. That's like my go-to drink now. I know I'm a bougie bitch. My go-to drink is fucking champagne. If I'm pre-gaming or whatever the fuck I'm doing, I'm drinking some champagne. I just really love champagne. I told you guys I was going to talk about fashion and stuff. So I did just drop a fucking band on Misguided and it hasn't came in yet, but when it comes in, I'm going to let you guys know what I think of their clothes and stuff. I've never ordered from Misguided, but they were doing a fat-ass sale. So I was like, I better get some items. You know what? That'll be great. I'll let you guys know if it was really worth it to get Misguided. Protein shakes. 
I'm such a random bitch. No, I just love protein shakes. They fill me up for a long time. I put my protein, frozen strawberries, and a little bit of almond milk. They keep me full for a pretty good amount of time. I've been into dresses because dresses are cute. It's summer. Let's be cute. Let's like flow in the wind with some dresses. I love walking down the street and seeing a bad bitch in a dress. I'm like, go bitch. You look cute in that fucking dress. So I'm really saying summer 2020 is the summer of dresses. It's just a cute slip-on. It's so easy, so quick, so cute. I love it. It's a weird list of midday matcha must-haves this week. Okay, guys, that was another episode of Midday Matcha with Livy. I am clearly fucking Livy. If you guys have any questions, you can email me at middaymatcha2as at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram at Livy Maeve, M-A-E-V-E. Also, Midday Matcha has an Instagram. So follow Midday Matcha's Instagram because that's where I'll be posting the food guy screenshots. It's cute. I hope you all have an amazing weekend. And I hope you guys drink some champagne and stay away from your stalkers and stay safe out there. You're all some bad fucking bitches. Even the men, you are all bad bitches. And I don't ever want you to forget that. And I love you guys, and I will see you next Friday.